This is Pet Life Radio. Let's talk pets. Welcome to ER Vet on Pet Life Radio. I'm your host, Dr. Justine Lee, and I'm a board-certified emergency critical care veterinarian and toxicologist. Thanks for joining us. Today, we're going to be talking about how to add some cat in your life. Whether or not you have a dog or a kid or another cat, you need to tune in. We'll be right back after these messages. Molly, here's your dinner. Zeus, that's not your food. Don't let that happen to your precious cat. Elevate your cat's eating experience with the Cat Tree Tray. The Cat Tree Tray keeps your cat's food off the floor and conveniently located on the cat tree. It's the perfect way to eat. It's a beautiful wrought iron tray that easily attaches to your cat tree and keeps dogs and other critters out of your cat's dish. A must for multi-pet households. There's a 6-inch tray for large bowls and a 4-inch tray for smaller bowls. Purchase your Cat Tree Tray today. Go right now to CatTreeTray.com. That's CatTreeTray.com. C-A-T-T-R-E-E-T-R-A-Y.com. Let's Talk Pets on PetLifeRadio.com. To ER Vet on Pet Life Radio. Today, we're going to spend some time talking about how to introduce cats to the environment. Now, in the animal ER, I will tell you that I oftentimes will see what I call big dog, little cat, or abbreviate BDLC. I hate seeing these because this is typically when a cat has been attacked by a family house member, a dog, or sometimes I'll see cats attacking cats, resulting in severe infections in their skin or what we call abscesses. Now, when it comes to introducing a cat to your family, you have to be aware of a couple of things. Now, in a previous episode of ER Vet, I talked about how to introduce two dogs to each other. And in another episode, I also talked about how to introduce your baby to your pets. So you definitely want to check out those episodes for more information. What I wanted to focus on today is I'm generally a two cat household, but right now I only have one cat and one dog. So I wanted to talk about all things cats. If you're thinking about adding a cat into your environment or a new cat into your environment, there's a couple of things that you have to pay attention to. Why? Because introductions are key when it comes to cats and dogs. Remember, pets are so social. And you guys have all met people where you have a first bad impression and it changes your view of that person forever. Well, same exact thing when you introduce new pets together. The reason why first impressions are so important is because they help set up the future relationship between that cat and cat, cat and dog, or cat and child. So if you're thinking about adding a new cat or even changing your environment, you definitely want to pay attention. Now, I mentioned before, I have one cat 
and one dog. And I'm a firm believer in having two cats at a time. They usually love socializing together. They love snuggling together and napping together. And I've been really fortunate in my 25 plus years as a veterinarian, I've always had cats that have gotten along. So I feel really good about that. Now, I mentioned before in previous episodes, I love dogs and cats equally. So I always love to have both species. Now, keep in mind, if you are thinking about adding a cat to a dog household or a dog to a cat household, most dogs and cats can actually live together peacefully depending on the breed, but you have to keep a couple things in mind. One in doubt, supervision and appropriate introduction is so important. So let's start with introducing a dog to a cat. Keep in mind, please keep a safe place for the cat to be able to escape. You're going to need a few things. The first thing you're going to need is a separate space or a safe place where your cat can get out of reach of your new dog and that's available at all times. The next thing that's important is a litter box and cat food and water in that separate room where the dog can't access it. You also want to make sure to have an appropriate harness and leash for the dog so you can carefully introduce your dog and cat. And I'm a huge advocate of treats, your pet's favorite treats during the introduction. For me, for dogs, this is typically microwaved small pieces of hot dog. And for cats, I love having something like Gerber meat-based baby food or my favorite treat, Inaba Churu lickable puree wet treats. Cats will do anything for those treats. Now, before you introduce your dog and cat, you have to be aware of body language. Cat body language and dog body language looks very different. There's a couple of things to look for in your cat that indicate your cat may be stressed or not really liking the situation. If you notice that your cat's pupils are really dilated, if they're laying down and not moving, if they're looking away and moving away, or if their ears are held flat to the side or flat to their head, if their tail is really close to their body or their tail is flicking or swishing, your cat is not happy. A more subtle sign is when they hold the whiskers really tight to the cheeks, while some more obvious signs are if your cat is hissing, swatting, staring, growling, freezing, or running away. If you notice any of these cat body language signs, you really need to stop what you're doing and give your cat a break. When it comes to dog body language, I'm going to say that dog body language is a lot harder to be able to pick up. Some people know the obvious ones, like if your dog is wagging their tail. Remember, pets can't talk to us, so we have to be able to read their body language well. So what are some more subtle signs in dogs? Well, obviously growling and snapping are obvious signs of body language that they're not happy. Your dog needs some space. So if you notice that, you want to make sure not to punish your dog, but more importantly, to separate them. Some more subtle body language signs in dogs that your dog may need some space or a temporary break include licking their lips when they're not hungry, leaning away, looking away, even subtle things like yawning when they're not tired or shaking off when they're not wet, turning to one side, sniffing or walking away repeatedly, breaking eye contact, or holding their tail up straight up and stiff are subtle signs that your dog's not happy. So again, when in doubt, you want to make sure that you're well-versed in dog and cat body language when you're introducing these two. All right. So you brought a new cat home. You're about to introduce your dog. The first thing to do is keep your dog in a separate area while you bring your cat into that safe area where your dog can't get to. Once your cat has settled into that area, I'll actually leash my dog, walk them around the house on the leash, and let them start to smell the new smells that may be unfamiliar. 
Once I've done that, I'm actually going to put my dog away into a totally separate area of the house where my cat can't see them. And then I'm going to let the cat come out and smell where the dog has been. If your cat is really stressed by this or showing signs of stress, it's best to repeat this step for several days, keeping your dog and cat apart for several days to be safe. When your cat can smell dog smells without showing signs of stress, then you can start to let your dog and cat see each other. That may be across a room or across a baby gate while keeping your dog on a leash. You really want to keep your dog calm during this time. Now, I'm all for bribery. If you notice your dog or cat doing good things like looking at each other without hissing, immediately give them their favorite treat because when they show calm behavior, you want to provide that treat to reward them. Remember, dogs and cats have different greeting behaviors. Dogs tend to sniff the back end, while cats tend to rub their cheeks at the front. As your dog and cat slowly get used to each other, they may actually be able to physically greet, but you always want to be supervising them and you always want your dog on leash. Again, this can take several weeks before that'll happen and before they're relaxed. When in doubt, if the introduction is taking more than a few days, with constant supervision, you really want to talk to a qualified professional. So either an animal trainer, a veterinary behaviorist, or your veterinarian to see what you can do to help minimize the stress during the introductions. And don't be afraid of both natural, over-the-counter, and prescription medications that can help the process too. There's a product that I love called Feel Away which is a pheromone that helps calm your cat down. So simply having it plugged in as a diffuser or using a collar or spray can immensely help the situation too. If your cat is really fearful or showing a lot of signs of stress, then talk to a veterinarian. There's some oral prescription medications or even oral over-the-counter medications that are supplements that may help too. We'll continue with this really important topic of how to introduce cats to other species in the house right after these messages from our sponsors. Take a bite out of your competition. Advertise your business with an ad in Pet Life Radio podcasts and radio shows. There is no other pet-related media that is as large and reaches more pet parents and pet lovers than Pet Life Radio. With over 7 million monthly listeners, Pet Life Radio podcasts are available on all major podcast platforms. And our live radio stream goes out to over 250 million subscribers on iHeartRadio, Odyssey, TuneIn, Stitcher, and other streaming apps. For more information on how you can advertise on the number one pet podcast and radio network, visit PetLifeRadio.com slash advertise today. Let's talk pets. Let's talk pets. On Pet Life Radio. Pet Life Radio. PetLifeRadio.com. Welcome back to ER Vet on Pet Life Radio. Today, we've been talking about how to introduce a cat to the environment, whether or not that's to a new dog in the house or to another cat. We've talked about the importance of understanding the subtle signs of body language that both cats and dogs may show. We talked about how you should do so gradually. And when you introduce them, you always want the cat and dog to be able to sniff out the space before they actually ever see each other. We talked about when in doubt, you should talk to your veterinarian or an animal trainer about things you can do to make sure that this relationship is off to a good start. The next thing I wanted to talk about is how to introduce cat to cat. 
one of the hardest things to do as a cat owner is to change the environment because this really stresses out cats. Again, cats don't like sudden change. So one of the most challenging introductions is actually adding a new cat to a home with existing cats or one cat. Most cats are used to living on their own and they can live in expanded family groups, but most adult cats don't generally join other family groups. Keep in mind, kittens are often better tolerated than adult cats, but you have to be really careful because you always want to make sure that these cat-to-cat interactions start off with a good introduction. Otherwise, we can see behavioral injuries or even physical harm. Sometimes we can see behavioral problems like inappropriate urination in the house, destructive behavior, redirected aggression where your cat may be attacking your dog or you instead. So when in doubt, you always want to check with an animal behaviorist, a trainer, or a veterinarian on how to introduce a cat to cat. So first thing we want to do, you want to provide safe spaces. I'm a firm believer that if you're going to introduce two cats to each other, for example, you're bringing a new cat into a resident cat's home, you're going to need three things again. You're going to need two home base areas, so two separate rooms where there's food, a bed, water, and litter stations. You're going to need one adult per cat during these interactions, and you're going to need really tasty food. So either something like canned tuna, Gerber meat-based baby food, or my favorite treat, Inaba churro lickable puree treats. You're going to start by setting up each cat in their own room behind closed doors where the other cat can't go. You want to keep them in there. And then once or twice a day, you actually want to rotate the home base stations for an hour or two. In other words, you take out one cat and put them in the other room for an hour. This allows the cats to be able to smell and sniff each other's business, right? Without actually seeing each other. They're able to smell, eat, eliminate, or sleep where the other cat was doing so. Now, keep in mind, when you first put that cat into the other room and they can sniff out that other cat, they're going to show some weird signs. I want you to watch them to see if they're rubbing their cheeks on objects to leave these pheromones to create a community scent. A community scent is how cats figure each other out. It's how they form and identify these social groups. So so again, you want to be able to rotate them out of their home base area once or twice a day for approximately an hour. Over the next few days, you should notice your cats looking progressively more and more comfortable when they switch. If you're switching them and it's really stressful, the cats really resent each other, you can always start by just rotating the bedding. So a towel that your cat is lying on and moving it into the other cat's room. Don't forget to use drugs or supplements. So again, using something like feel away multi-cat throughout the house has been shown to help decrease stress during these cat-to-cat introductions. All right. So say it's been a couple of days. You let your cats sniff out each other's home base. They seem pretty comfortable when they're rotating. Now you want them to be able to meet through a cracked door or screen. You can use something like a security guard or even just let them sniff each other underneath the door. Each time your cats check each other out on the other side of the door and they're not showing any bad or nervous or stressed out behavior, you want to provide a tasty treat right away. So they know that when they're calm, they get a treat. What signs are you looking for? You want to make sure your cat's not showing any body language of stress. In other words, dilated pupils, growling, hissing, those flattened ears, that angry tail swishing, crouched hiding. They don't have hair standing up on their back. As you notice they start to relax and they're checking each other out, that's when you can start opening the door more and more. 
or using a security guard, almost like a door latch, so they can see each other, but they can't reach each other. The most important thing is to go slow. The more gradual you introduce cats, the better chance for success. Keep in mind, if cats are introduced and fight suddenly, it's going to be really hard to give that cat a second chance to be able to adjust to that environment. First impressions are really, really important for cats. When in doubt, set yourself up for success by making sure that you're introducing pets to each other correctly. I want you to have more than one cat in your household because cats really love that companionship. When in doubt, start with a kitten. When in doubt, start when your cats are younger versus older. Cats can get along in a multi-cat household or even with dogs in the household, but you always want to make sure to adjust them slowly and gradually. When in doubt, talk to an animal behaviorist, a trainer, or your veterinarian for more tips on how to introduce pets. After all, we all could use a little more cat or dog in our life. Well, that brings me to the end of today's show. Find me at drjustinelee.com, on Facebook or Instagram at drjustinelee, or email me your pet questions at drjustine at petliferadio.com. With that, we're out of time, and we want to thank Mark Winter, our producer, for making this show possible. See you at the next episode. Let's Talk Pets, every week on demand, only on PetLifeRadio.com.